Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Where's That Tiger Podcast. I'm your host, Leanne, and special co-host stepping out from behind the producer's chair, Harrison. We've I'm JV for the day. <laughs> Thanks Shout for out JV. Thanks for letting in. me host. And we've got two of our former LSU greats, Andre Anthony and Damone Clark, joining us. Welcome to the studio. Thank, Thank you for having us. Awesome. Well, on this episode, we usually like to cover kind of your journey. And I want to start with how you got to LSU and your path to, to playing football here. You can go longer. You can go. Right. <laughs> oh, I, I guess I'll go first. Then. Yeah, you go, you go, you go. Um, well, for me, obviously, uh, Coach Ed Orgeron uh, recruited me starting my junior year. And, you know, this has always been the place that I wanted to play at. I mean, I'm from Baton Rouge. You know, and that's right here in my backyard. You know, grew up watching the Tigers play and always wanted to be here. So when I had the opportunity, when I got offered the scholarship to come here, I, I couldn't pass it up. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of the same thing. Um, got offered my senior year. Uh, before then, uh, they had me do like a whole bunch of workouts, try to see if I was small, skinny. I was like 218. <laughs> uh, they wanted to see if I gained weight, uh, could gain weight. Um, and O and Frank. Wilson at the time uh, recruited me, um, and they offered me. And it, I, I figured, too, they knew I wanted to come to LSU. Like, every school who came to talk to me was like, hey, look, we know you're going to LSU, but, you know. You couldn't office, hide it. Yeah, the offer's on the table. So, um, But it's always been, like, my dream school right down the street. So it was a, a no-brainer. Yeah, two Louisiana guys, uh, Baton Rouge and New Orleans. How does it feel to come back, be around the program, especially from this side of the curtain, and opposed to, you know, having a game to prepare for tomorrow? I mean, just for me, I mean, I'm just six hours away. I'm in Dallas, but yep. it's nothing It's nothing like Tiger Stadium. Yep. Like, there's nothing like it, you know, and just I miss playing here. Like, we was talking before we started the podcast. Like, I just miss playing here, just, you know, playing in different NFL stadiums. It's, it's nothing compared to this. So, any chance I get to come back home, you know, I to this day I still believe purple and gold. You know, if any chance for me to come back home, you know, I'm going to come home any chance that I get. I always catch a football game. Same thing, like, it's always home. Um, it makes sense to any time, like, a bye week, you know, mm -hmm. uh, we're just in town for off season. Like, we got to make a stop to, like, Baton Rouge or just Louisiana in general, you know, whether that's during football season, Mardi Gras, like, you just – it's just home. You know what home is. It's no better place. No, You can't get no food, like, out here. The, the family, um, the fans, is just – it's no better place. You just mentioned the two best things exactly. about Louisiana. That's, that's, that's exactly why. Mardi Gras like, and football, specifically that's, that's LSU. Um, y'all have stayed close to the program, like you just mentioned, in the off season. Y'all both came back and spoke to some of our current uh, freshman mm -hmm. football players. What's What's it like? I know you're not far removed, but what's it like talking to them when you were just recently in their shoes? And what kind of advice do you share with them? I mean, like you said, I was just in their shoes. You know, I'm going on year two in the NFL right now. And I mean, I had I always had people that was mentoring me that came back and talked to me. You know, and to this day, guys like Devin White, um, Duke Riley, you know, Debo Jones, yeah. like just to name a few guys, you know, I still talk to those guys to this day, you know, and I wasn't here when Duke and, and Debo was here, but, you know, I just connected with them, that big LSU family, but having guys like Devin my freshman year when I was here being hard on me, making me work out with them, um, and position drills, he used to make me go last, go two or three times, and you know, I always had guys that mentored me, so, you know, when when they asked Dre and I to come back, you know, because to this day, I, I met Dre here, and to this day, I, that's a brother to me. Like, we talk up night every day, hey, damn near every 
about everything. Yeah, yeah everything. Yeah. You know, we've been through everything together, and you know, like I said, that's that's just the, the family aspect here. Yeah, it, it, it's always a good feeling to come back and pay it forward. You know, just talk to the younger guys uh, and let them know, like our experiences. You know, what to expect. You know, what to do and what not to do because you know people came before us and did the same thing for us. Right. So who are we to just hold it in? You know, all our experiences, what we learned. Um, and just to let them know, like, we're here, like, for whatever questions you need or whatever like that. Like, it ain't an easy journey, but it's, it's doable. Um, and then you had a great place. So um, I feel like it's our job, too, as, you know, the older guys to come back and give, like, our two cents or our advice um, on everything. So, You guys are both part of the 19 team, which will forever be remembered <laughs> as the benchmark uh, in college football. I'm curious, what was the moment? It could be in practice, it could be a scrimmage or a game. What was, I'm sure you're asked this a lot, what was the moment that you guys realized you really had something special and something that could ultimately compete for a national championship and be, you know, the benchmark for all teams moving forward? Yo, I, oh, I, man. I'd say the practice, the, the practice that uh, when they had, we had got a big old fight yeah. with Joe. <laughs> uh, I don't know, I think, I, I was at Foster said on a podcast before or somebody, I don't know what it was, but it's like literally like a lot yeah. of our moments, like people rang up that one because it's like, yeah. you knew we had, had a, some dogs, a, some yeah. dogs like yeah. some serious, like, hey, like, practice. facts, yeah. like, like you got the quarterback. Yeah. yeah. Like you tackling, like you really out there hitting each other. Right. Like it's white versus purple, uh -huh. you know, and Joe had a black jersey on. So, you know, don't hit yeah. the quarterback. It was but, like a brawl and he was the one that started it. Yeah. So um, I think that moment we was like, bro, like we got some dogs and then, Outside of, you know, that, you just know, like, being in a family, like, you get into it with your brothers and sisters yeah. all the time. And that just makes your relationship stronger. And for us, it was, like, the same thing. Like, we get it, we have times like this, but yeah. when it comes game day, like, we a family. So uh, that was, like, one of the big moments uh, mm -hmm. for us that, that kind of. It's funny. You guys went up against the best offense in LSU history. If you were on this year's team, you'd be going uh, up against the second best offense in LSU history. I'm curious. Uh, how much are you watching this year's team, and, and do you see any similarities of, of the two? You know, a Heisman contender, a quarterback, talented receivers, an established running back. What what jumps out of you? I mean, I, I look at the depth. Like, it's a lot of depth that they have, um, starting with the quarterback position. Um, you have a guy like Jaden that's leading the way, a guy like Malik. Um, my my senior year, Malik was a, was a freshman. Yeah. Right. You know, he came in with that dog attitude, and he backed it up. So it's not it's not a surprise that you know he's having the success that he's having. Um, with the O line, a lot of those guys was younger guys, and to see the way that they're balling now, you know, and even with the running back position, I I never met Logan Diggs, but you know, obviously I watch every LSU game I get to watch, you know, and I just see the how better he's getting each week, and how he's the established running back, and you know he's running back one, you know, and it shows, you know, he. Every time he touched the ball, it takes more than one person to, to tackle him. You know, he kind of reminds me of a guy like uh, Ty Davis Price. Yep. Right. Because you know, when, uh, you know, I grew up with Ty, playing little league mm -hmm. football with him, and you know, me and Ty come here together, and it was the same way with him. Yeah, I mean, same thing like the most here. Like, as far as like the comparison between uh, that nineteen team and this team, like you got the quarterback, you got the running back, you got the the receivers. Like mm -hmm. Malik is. Killing the Pick game right now. You got the the old line. You know the defense. Like you got the D line, Mason coming back. You got Perk. Um, it's just it's just you can go on and on. Same thing with that nineteen. You can just name, keep naming. Like it's just it's it's not stopping. Everybody's making plays um, as they should, and it's just like, like I said, it's 
it's a good comparison. Um, ain't nothing really going to compare to that yeah, 19 nah. team, yeah. nah. but they they getting close. They're getting you mentioned close. Mason. We had Mickey Collins in the studio on Monday. I know she's critical for many players who have to go through rehab. I know when we interviewed her for our Mason Smith interview for The Path, uh, she specifically mentioned your name. Mm-hmm. For those that don't know or aren't around the program, what kind of impact does Mickey have on players, and how impactful was she for, for your rehab in particular? Uh, a huge, huge impact, not just with football, every every yeah. sport. Every sport, like, Mickey is, like, the mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just, you know, her job, she takes it to the next level. It's not just a caretaker. Like, she's, like I said, a, a mom. Like, she knows, like, outside of the injury, it's a mental part that comes with it. And that's what people – you know, tend to sometimes check out and it's like, you know, they think it's over with, uh, you know, how can I come back from this injury? Um, and she's the one to be there. Like, you know, I'm sitting in my office, like we can talk, hey, I can connect you, you know, with guys that who made it through, who did it, you yep. know, mm-hmm. um, like with me and Mason, like she called me like, hey, I need you to talk to Mason. He going, you know, he's, he's at that point where you was at when you felt, you know, down or yep. depressed or whatever like that. Um, and I called him just to give him some words of encouragement. Uh, and same for me, like, Mickey just was always there. Just not just me, but anybody. Like, when Damone got hurt, uh, mm-hmm. um, anybody, like, she just was that, that that caretaker, like, did everything she could for you. Um, that's why she, she played a big, big, big role in my, my rehab process, like, literally, like, every step of the way, every drill, everything, like, come to pro day. Like, me and her cried together when I, after I ran my, my 40. Yeah. Um, but it's just, you know, we, we talk about the mental – uh, aspect of you know football and stuff like injuries like people go through it like whether it's concussions small injuries you just you just never know like um so like that's a big part where you just gotta hone in and you need people like her around yeah. you so you can you can make it through um and she's been that person for lsu you bring up the mental health aspect of the game and uh recently l club partnered with our lady of the lake to launch tiger legacy care um, it's a mental health care program that offers uh, access to mental health services for all former athletes, no matter if they're still in the NFL, out of the game, in professional life. So um, this month being World Mental Health Awareness Month, how important is it, do y'all think, to talk about it? I know it's not something, it's taboo maybe to talk about as, as football players or as men in the game, but how do y'all feel about embracing it? I mean, mental health is something that's serious, you know what I'm saying? Like Dre brought up when I got injured, you know, for me finding out at the combine, you know, I had to have neck surgery. Um, it was tough, you know, and like he said it, Mickey was one of the main people that like texted me, called me, even when I, I wasn't answering, like she still was gonna keep calling. And the same thing with Dre, you know, and you bring up the mental health part, but it's important that you talk about it, you know, because I know for me, like being in the league, you know, it, at times, you know, it get tough, you know, cause you always, like for me, I always dreamed of playing in the NFL, you know, I'm actually there. You know, last year, you know, I missed a handful of games, you know, because I was still on IR mm-hmm. getting cleared. And, you know, it was, it was tough. You know, you see guys out there doing what you want to do. You know, some people, you know, might miss the whole year. Some people might, you know, miss just a few games. And just, like, holding things in is not good. You know, I, I say that because, for me, like, I used to hold things in a lot, you know. And even to this day, like, Dre called me all the time, you know, just – it don't even. It could be five minutes, you know. It, it don't matter how much time it is. Like I just feel like you know, talking to other people about things like that, you know, it, it helps you because you know you never want to get to a point to where you hold everything in, and then it's one like you just break, you know. 
And I, I know from experience, you know, and just having other people to talk to, you got to be vulnerable. You know, you can't, I mean, I'm this 6'3", 240-pound person, like, but I still have a heart, you know. You still have feelings and stuff like that. So I just feel, you know, it's important that you talk with others and just be vulnerable. Yeah, I think, uh, too, like, you know, as, as men, as football players, we're always taught to, you know, push through and, you know, don't talk about it, hide it, you know. Um, we're getting around the time, like, you're, you're just seeing a lot of things happen, like the stuff with DeMar Hamilton, like, look as a player looking at that like you're thinking you have no choice but to think like that could be me you know um and people go through it too like you saying that is like but like i don't know because we risk our lives every day playing a game we love and you know whether it's neck injury you know you possibly blackout uh you know acls like you know you can possibly not be able to be able to run around with your kids like it's just so much that mm -hmm. you have to take in uh consideration when you're you know choosing to go out there and we choose to do it every day. Um, mm -hmm. And it's just, it just goes back to, you know, just those check-ins, those little, like, hey, are you good? You know, sometimes you can ask a person, are they good? And they just start breaking, mm -hmm. break down. Because you just never know, you know, what they're going through. You don't know, like, what their family life is because they might not have nobody to check in or, you know, ask them, are you okay, you know? Um, so that's why, like, a lot of guys, like, all they have is their teammates. Mm -hmm. um, they might not have family. And when they get home and you get in them four walls and them four walls start caving in, it's like, you know, you might want to off yourself, you know, uh, do something crazy or, you know, result to substance or other stuff like that. But that's why it's just a, a, a big thing with this mental health because you see it and it's so open now um, with a lot of, you know, injuries happening and guys going through stuff. A lot of guys, you know, taking a break away from football because it's serious. And, you know, you need people like the Mickeys of the world. You need people like the brothers like Damone, like people who, who just check on you, you know, make sure you're good. Um, and, it's, and it's okay to talk to somebody. Like some people, you know, don't want to talk, don't want to say anything. But it's, it's okay because you need it. And it's a good way to, to let it out what you're going through because um, you never know who you can talk to and they might be going through the same thing. Um, but it is a, a big thing um, that I feel like just people just need to talk, you know, check on that person. Like no matter who it is, like let me just check on this person today, make sure he good, especially like doing injuries. Mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, deaths in the family and stuff like you just never know what can go. That that mind is a, a powerful thing. Um, so, and I love how y'all as teammates and LSU football and LSU sports as a program has really embraced the once a tiger, always a tiger. Mm -hmm. um, and hearing y'all talk, I can truly see it brought out and yeah. and where y'all are now. Yeah, LSU man is. I got a band of brothers that Thanks. you know I met here that we're gonna be brothers forever, Life. whether we in the NFL, whether we doing business together, it don't matter. Like, I got a band of brothers that I met here that to this day, you know, it's like they're going to be my brothers forever. Like, especially, like, you know, off these last couple of teams like, that we won an Addy, like, we're still close. Like, you know, like I said, off season, like, whether it's if we're training together or we coming home to Louisiana for, for Mardi Gras and we just mm -hmm. all end up together. Um, and it's just crazy, like, when, you, when you're in a moment, it's just like, bro, like, we played together. Like, we're still, like, still to this day. Like still, you know, going out partying together, you know, talking to each other. Something happened to somebody else, you know. It's still an easy text to send to somebody. It ain't like no, oh, you know, that's Jamal. Like, no, nah, at the end of the day, you know, he's still my my brother. Like, we still have that relationship to everybody else. It's like, oh my God, it's Jamal Chase, but it's like that's my bro. Like, same thing with Damone. Anybody, it's just like that. That relationship is just so close. Like, it's never, it never, it hasn't faded away. With just not only nineteen team, but the teams before that. Like, we talk about mm -hmm. Jamal Adams, like. Uh, Trey White, uh, we can go on and on. Like the people we play with, bro. Like it's an easy phone call when we see them. It's like 
we ain't, you know, never stop talking. Like, it's just a, a regular conversation. Like, we, we've yeah. been talking. Who are some of the guys that you keep in touch with the most off, you know, the 19 and 18 teams? Me, Moan, uh, Jamar, I say uh, Jets. 7-Eleven. Um, Clyde. Like, the crazy yeah. part, everybody. everybody like, literally, like, literally everybody, PQ. Man. Like, bro, I can go on, like, literally, like, everybody. I don't even nobody because yeah. you might get mad if you put <laughs> <laughs> like, Don't watch this back. They'll call like, you out. It's, it's, it's so, so many. It's, it's, like, legit. Like, we talk to everybody. Do like, you ever just sit back, like, one day and realize, oh, my God, we had so much talent on that team? Bro, it to was, this day, we still talk about that. Yeah. Like, you know, when, when guys, like, we're like, oh, you went to LSU? Like, even in the locker room, like, dang, he was on that 2019 team? Facts. Like, yeah, that was my sophomore year. Like, yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, and it was like, dang, bro, like, y'all really had the, like, the greatest, the greatest team, team in history. Facts. You know, and I'm like, even guys that played at other SEC teams, like, they. That's they, what's cool you, to hear. Yeah, Others that's, are recognized. Yeah, that's you can't saying. compare. It's no yeah. conversation. Like you said, like, yeah. the amount of the names, like, let's pull out the roster, like, from defense, from secondary to linebackers to. D-line, you go to offense, O-line, the wide receivers, to quarterbacks, to running back. Like, it's no yeah. no fall-off, nowhere. No fall-off at all. We had Jacoby on Hey Fighting Podcast a couple weeks ago, or before the season, and he was pretty much like, I didn't realize that during the season because we were just, it's just in the season. It took him a little minute to realize that the talent that the, the team had, and, yeah. and it, was, it was kind of like a oh-my-God moment, uh, I think, in the offseason once he realized that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean – we saw it every day, yeah. you know, it was even younger guys like myself and like Dre, you know, you had a lot of younger guys that, you know, we weren't the starters, you know, we contributed, but yeah. it was guys that like, you know, once the starters got out or whatever, you had younger guys, it was no downfall. Yeah. You know, and that's that's something that you don't see on a lot of teams. Right. So you knew that expectation, you know, as a younger guy coming in, like especially being around that 19 team, like, mm -hmm. okay, like after they, when they're gone, like, that's that's what we want to accomplish. Like we want to be the the same, um, and you just have no choice but to like, hey, look, our time is you know next man up, uh, mm -hmm. as O used to say. Um, so it's just like it shouldn't be no fall up. Even you know playing like somebody got out, like somebody got in, it's it's no fall up. Everybody plays the same. Got one more for Damone, if that's okay. Yeah. Uh, one of your biggest honors was not just winning a title at LSU. It was winning the. It was wearing the number eighteen. I know you're from Baton Rouge, so you know what that honor means. Uh, Makai Wingo gets that recognition this year, and so many legends have been able to don that that coveted number. When the coaching staff came to you and asked you to be next in line, what was that like? What was your reaction to being able to continue that tradition that means so much here? Man, I'll never forget. Um, we just had finished the scrimmage in uh, Tiger Stadium, and you know I was number thirty-five at the time. Yeah. That's number I won high school, and you know Jacoby Stevens wound up getting number seven. And I got number 18. And I was shocked, you know, because I thought it was other guys. Like, I know the type of person that I am. Like, that's just how my mom raised me. And I thought, you know, other guys was deserving of the number, but they, you know, they gave it to me. And, you know, I knew the numbers, like the, the guys that wore it before me, you know, and I just knew it was, you know, it's something that I had to uphold. And I don't feel like my junior year I necessarily did that. So, you know, I came back my senior year and Coach O, you know, the, the coaches, you know, selected me to wear 18 again. So I wore it for two years, and then my second year, you know, I, wearing 18, I feel, you know, that I upheld the number the right way, both on and off the field. You know, it's like coaches knew, like, on the field, like, obviously I was going to do what I had to do. But for me, it was most importantly off the field, like, in the classroom, like, outside of football, 
coaches didn't have to wake up at night like, dang, I wonder what Damone doing right now. Like, mm-hmm. they didn't have to worry about doing that with me. So it was it was an honor. And, you know, uh, Makai's winning it this year, BJ Ward last year. I mean, we just played the Cardinals a few weeks back, and I wound up swapping jerseys with BJ, and BJ wearing number 18. You know, I know for me, I was, I'm number 33 with the Cowboys, but I actually tried to get 18, but one of the receivers went 18, you know. So mm-hmm. I just, that was just a number that, you know, wearing it here, just knowing what it meant, you know, I just said, I'm just going to take that, what it meant here, I'm just going to take it with me to the next level. And, you know, if I ever get the chance to wear number 18 again, I'm, I'm definitely going to wear it. Do you guys have any uh, 18 text groups or anything that you guys yeah, keep up? Yeah, we do. Um, I want to say G-String started it. I want to say it was G, but it might have been. Is Hester on there? It, yeah. yeah. Jacob in it. Uh, Trey White in it. Yeah. Foster's in it. I'm in it. BJ in it. They just added Makai to it. You know, we just check on each other. Like, when the news happened with Foster, like, yeah. I actually found out through the 18 group message when wow. everybody wow. was texting, you know, man, prayers up to you, Foster. You know, or whatnot, and then when Trey White wound up, you know, getting hurt, I found out through the 18 wow. group message. So it's, you know, it's a lot of guys. You know, we all, you know, talk on a daily basis, and you know, it's, it's a really cool group message because it's guys, every guy that wore 18, they they in the group message. Y'all got y'all own like fraternity or something? I, I guess you, <laughs> you feeling left out? Yeah, uh-huh. I'm just yeah. I guess uh-huh. you, yeah, you can say that. Yeah, you can say that. Yeah, we we got our own little thing. Man. Talk, talking about that. Um, the thought behind 18 and that mindset going on, that's something you are taking from LSU into, into your life now. What what else is something from your time at LSU or your time on LSU football that you bring in and you you t- hone into every day in, in the world today? I know the way we used to practice, man. I mean, to this day, like – You ain't going to never go through nothing like yeah, that. Yeah, you ain't going to never go through what we went you through. You can get through anything. I, yeah, I promise you. Anything. One thing I can say, though, you was going to be ready for the game. You was going to be ready for anybody. Like, the way we used to practice on the Ponderosa, mm-hmm. like, it's nothing like it. You know, it's just the the mentality and the mindset that I I learned here, you know, and I just took it to the next level with me because I see how successful we was here and I saw what we accomplished here, you know, and I was just like, man, I'm just going to take that with me to the next level. And even, you know, going through an NFL practice, like, you don't tackle in an NFL practice. You tackle somebody, you, you might be gone, you know, if you go out there and tackle somebody. But, you know, we know how we used to practice on the Ponderosa. It's like, like how we were saying how we used to scrimmage each other on Saturdays, it was like that every day. Like, we out there wanting to fight each other every day. But once we went back in the locker room, it was like, bro, like, we're a big family. We're, yeah. We used to just sit down and laugh about it, you know. And that's that's one thing I always take with me. Yeah, what uh, O used to say, the, the six Ps, uh, uh, prior preparation prevents piss-poor performance. Mm-hmm. And I think you can take that in any aspect of your life, like sure. preparation, like preparing for anything that you're going through so you won't go in blind or you don't know what you're doing. You know, you're always, you're always prepared for whatever yeah. life, you know, brings you. And that's just off of what Damone said. Also, you know, too, it's just like outside of football, like the connections you make, mm-hmm. the, the people that you meet, bro, like it's always going to like, just like it's all love when you come back you know, here, like, um, it's the same way in the, in the business world. Like, you know, when football is all said and done, you know, whenever we decide to hang it up, like, and you want to get and tap into something else, uh, networking-wise, you can just make a phone call. Like, hey, I want to do this. Like, who can I call? And you just call somebody from LSU, and they're like, hey, look, I'm going to hook you up with this person. Or, I remember I met this person, got his card, mm-hmm. I can talk to him. So, you know, just the connections, too, that you have, you know, coming from LSU, like, it's an easy, 
easy phone call because um, you just meet so many people, so many great people just being from Louisiana and playing for LSU. No, that's why it's important when they, you know, they ask us to do things like, you know, I'm going to do it because I know, you know, the things that places LSU took me that I don't necessarily think that no other school would have took exactly. me. So when you, when you meet people and when people ask you, like, I'm on my bye week, I could easily be doing anything else. But, you know, I chose to come back because I, I have to catch at least a, a game or two every year. Right. Like, you know, it's it's different when you sit on, you know, I'm sitting on the sofa watching it or I'm, if we're on the away game, I'm sitting in the hotel watching it. And, you know, it's different. So, like, just being in the atmosphere is, you know, it's, like I said, you, there's nothing yeah, like nothing it. Matter. Do you still get that feeling a little bit when you, like, on Saturday when you come into Tiger Stadium? Oh, are y'all going to be like, I could have run out on the field yeah, right now? Uh, <laughs> we came, what, last year for Bama game? Bama game. Oh, oh of course, well, of course like, you're fired up at that. Yeah, oh, I'm like, man, that was – Y'all need me right now? Put me now? in, put me hey, in. Right right now. Now. Was, that, was that the only game you went to last year? Yeah, that was the only ones we went to. Can we, got, can we have you guys at every game? Like, yeah. Hey, we need to hey, – yeah. we're playing Bama this year. They playing Bama. They playing Bama. At Bama. Bama. Yeah. Yeah, I can't go. But that was crazy. Like, we got – we ended up losing each other in the crowd when they rushed the field. Like, yeah. we ended up losing each other. Like, we like, hey, it was bad. It was it was crazy. And that's why even, like, it's fun. Like, you know, even when I'm – you know, if we're on the road, you know, we in the middle room, we watching the game and stuff like that. That's just fun. You know, mm -hmm. you, you got guys like, you know, we know our defense, you know, had troubles earlier, but they, they got better. You know, I know for right. me, I'm like, I'm I'm around with LSU, you know, to the wheels fall off. And I don't care. Sure. Like, you know, I mean, obviously it's a standard here, you know, but for me, like, you know, it's a it's it's competition. You know, it's the SEC. You know, you got every, everybody's good. You right. know what I'm saying? You, I, like I said, I still ride with LSU. It, it don't matter to me. You know, I'm, I'm going to ride with LSU to the wheels fall off. And, if anybody, it don't matter who it is, I'm, I'm taking my team. Right? Oh, I know the, the fans have been riding with you all along the way, too. So we are going to stay tuned on your journey. But I want to give you all an opportunity to maybe talk about what's next for you. Anything in the works? Anything behind the scenes besides football you all want to dabble into? We can keep a lookout for? Oh, I know Dre and I always be talking, like, for me, I want to get into real estate. Right? Yeah. You know, and I, the biggest thing, like, why not? You know, use the money that I'm getting that's that's um, coming in right now. Why yeah. not use that to make more money? Yeah, you know, that's yeah. one thing that I and I want to get into investing too. But you know, I, that's things that like in the off season that I'm going to visit. Cause I told myself, like you know, after my rookie year, I needed that first off season to actually see how the off season like how it goes. You right. Know, not that I'll I know how the off season go. I know like going into this upcoming off season that I know, you know, how to how I can go through my off season. So that's investing in real estate, two things that I want to get in. Yeah, that was a, like he said, we talked about it. Like that's the main, you know, two at least for right now, just mm -hmm. investing. You know, if we get all this this money, like you know, you want to create longevity with your money, like you know. So when it's all said and done, I don't, you know, I might not want to sit behind a desk. I want to be able to, you know, work from home and just mm -hmm. click an iPad or something like that, or you know, tell somebody what to do. I create opportunities for other people. To uh to make money um like like he says just invest in real estate like and just you know connect and find other stuff to to make more money and just make it you know add value and create wealth you know so I love it and LSU as y'all mentioned has a platform for oh, for all that for y'all and I know for me um you know Brady James still lives in Texas as well yeah, and I was able absolutely. to connect with Brady just from both of us being from Louisiana, yep. both of us going to LSU, and both of us playing with the Cowboys. So I was able to connect with Brady, and that's a guy that's 
you know, showing me a lot of things, life after football, because he had a success in the NFL and Brady's doing things outside of football that, you know, he's mentoring me, you know, and uh, we just actually text maybe like a week ago and he was telling me, now that you have a groove going into the season, you know, cause I'm still learning, you know, I'm still trying to yeah. come up with, you know, routines and stuff like that. And Brady, you know, weekly, Brady and I want to start talking weekly and that's just the LSU connection that we have. You know, I, I probably never ran it across Brady if I didn't go to LSU, if I didn't play with the Cowboys, or even if I went from Louisiana. So that just shows, you know, the level of LSU and how the how LSU is on a different level for most places that you go. Well, we're sure glad to welcome y'all back this weekend and anytime. Thank y'all for joining us for another episode of Where's That Tiger podcast. We'll see you next time. Thank y'all.